Keeping It With Jones, the Lonnie Jones podcast adventure, is brought to you by TKM Incorporated. This company located in Moss, Tennessee, specializes in erosion control, hydro-seeding, hydro-mulch, silt fence. They do minor excavation work, and they also provide traffic control and construction signs. Their mission is keeping people safe. Their passion is wishing that all men could be saved. TKM stands for The King's Men. If you'd like to contact The King's Men, you can contact them at 931-243-3958, 931-243-3958, or you may email them at tkminc2001 at twlakes.net. That is tkminc2001 at twlakes.net. The King's Men, in partnership with Keeping Up With Jones, the Lonnie Jones podcast adventure. SJL General Contractor is a full construction company that primarily focuses on civil construction and asphalt sales in the Huntsville and Fayetteville regions. Services they provide include, but are not limited to, road construction, asphalt material, underground utilities, site work, and demolition. They employ heavy equipment operators, concrete finishers, pipe layers, and CDL dump truck drivers. If you would like for this company to work for you on your project, or if you'd like to work for them as an employee of this family-owned business, you can contact them at 931-433-4660. That is 931-433-4660. Or three W's and a dot, sjnl.com. That's www.sjnl.com. SJNL General Contractor is a sponsor of Keeping Up With Jones. Lonnie Jones podcast adventure. Two birthday cards, a power bill, and I think a jumping spider lives on the flag. She said, Dad, what are you talking about? I said, those are the details I picked up on that mailbox that just flew over the rearview mirror. I'm riding with my teenage daughter, and she's driving a Toyota RAV4, and it feels like that I am in a game of Mario Kart meets Mario Andretti, and we're riding on Gurley Pike, and a mailbox is just flown by my face. And now we all know that mailboxes don't fly, so the only thing flying is this little car being driven by this teenage girl. And on Gurley Pike, when you're going that fast and you're that close to the white line, death may be imminent. I feel like I'm being launched out of Battlestar Galactica's attack chute or about to go into hyperspace with Han Solo. And you've got to remember that on Gurley Pike, there's a white line. And a white line is a boundary marker, not a barrier. And there's no vibration strip on Gurley Pike. By the time you start feeling the vibrations, your tires are in the gravel and you're headed toward the ditch. My view of the end of my life is being catapulted out of this windshield and wedged into some culvert somewhere that I can't be extracted using the jaws of life. They're going to have to either use a shop vac or a giant toilet plunger to suck my remains out of this thing. And so I'm trying to get my daughter to either A, slow down, or B, give the mailbox some extra room. Now, the reason I can make this demand is because I've seen how she behaves on other vehicles. Now, I need to go ahead and add this, that because of the other vehicle, the little red four-wheeler, I know she knows how to drive. 
She can slide. She can drift. She can take a car out of a spin because of all the things that she'd been able to do on this little four-wheeler. I had a four-wheeler for work on Kill Mountain. I would use it to carry equipment down into the valley, my generator, and some of my heavy equipment to, to work on the ropes course when we ran the ropes course up there. And when I wasn't using it as my beast of burden, she was using it as her vehicle for entertainment. And she rode in Miss Luna's pasture, and she rode up the trails in the pine trees, and she would cross uh, Hurricane Creek and ride on Eddie Albright's property. And she could do some amazing things, a really, really good driver on, on this little four-wheeler. She burst in the house one afternoon. It had been raining, and she'd been out there riding around in the mud. And she said, Dad, Dad, I drew a perfect crop circle. And what she meant by crop circle was donut. But I went outside to look at the donut, and, oh, it was perfect. It was a thing of beauty. It was almost a perfect circle. But it was in the neighbor's yard, and it was a bad thing to have drawn a crop circle in their yard. The, the problem with this, as, as with the mailbox, is if you put her on a John Deere tractor, an STX-38 riding lawnmower, she would be so careful of the neighbor's property line that it felt like I had to, to re-mow half the yard. Or you put her in the backyard on this John Deere tractor, and she starts mowing around the fence, and she leaves enough warning track on the fence that a professional baseball player could ch chase a fly ball and, and not be worried about running into the fence. You see, if, if you give the property line that much respect on the lawnmower, give, give it that much respect on the four-wheeler. And if you give the fence that much respect on, on the lawnmower, give the mailbox a little more room than we're giving it on Gurley Pike, please. Now, this is not because she's trying to be difficult. This is not because that she doesn't respect me or doesn't respect speed. She's a teenage girl, and it's more fun to drive a black Toyota. It's more fun to drive a, a red four-wheeler than it is to drive a green tractor. It's more fun to zip around the curves, and it's more fun to spin in circles than it is to putt in a rectangular formation at three miles an hour on this silly tractor. The, the, the problem is that her behavior is inconsistent. Now, I will make a differentiation between inconsistent and hypocrisy. Inconsistency probably involves being unaware of something or just not paying close attention to something. It may involve being careless. Where hypocrisy is, I'm aware of something and I ignore it. Or I'm aware of it and, and I'm just not going to address it because I don't want to. You see, a hypocrite is a person who's an actor. A hypocrite is a person who's a role player. A hypocrite is a person who is fake. They're not attempting to be authentic. And, and the difference between being a hypocrite and being inconsistent is a person who is inconsistent is flawed, and a person who's a hypocrite is fake. And it's very, very important, I think, for us to be aware of our inconsistencies. I think it's something that we need to address. But it's also something that we need to give some grace on and, and recognize that other people can be inconsistent without being fake. They're inconsistent because they're flawed, not because they're fake. They're, they're inconsistent simply because they're human. They're inconsistent because they have a capacity for imperfection and 
and oftentimes we live up to our capacity for imperfection. And sometimes we hold ourselves and sometimes we hold other people to an unrealistic standard. We, we, we expect people to be something all the time. I remember after one of my surgeries that my tolerance levels had gone way, way down. And things that I would give great attention to didn't get my attention. And things that I was very tolerant of, I, I didn't tolerate very well. I remember Jackie gently reminding me that, hey, you, I think that when they opened up your abdomen and, and, and messed with all the stuff that's in there, she said, I think somebody accidentally nipped your give a crap. <laughs> and I was devastated. My wife, my, my beautiful, gentle wife, thought I was being rude or, or, or thought I was being uncaring. And she said, no, 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 it's not that, that I think that about you. I just don't think you notice it because you've lost some of your energy. You've lost some of your psychic energy. You've lost some of your emotional energy, and you've definitely lost some of your physical energy. So whereas normally you would be kind and caring and compassionate, your default is here's a glass to get over it, and here's a straw to suck it up. And, and, I, and I said, well, honey, I, I don't mean to be that way, and I hope I haven't treated you. She said, no, no. She said, I understand that you're not really Superman. I understand that, that you're human. She said, I understand that you're real. And, and real is just that. I, I can be flawed without being fake. Now, if I'm being fake, then I'm not being real. But if I'm being real, then, then I don't bat a hundred, I don't bat a thousand all the time. I'm not a hundred percent at anything. In the children's story, the Velveteen Rabbit, the rabbit is worried about being real. There's some modern toys that live in the toy box with him, and the Velveteen Rabbit is obviously made out of velveteen and stuffed with sawdust, and he asks the skin horse, the skin horse is the oldest and wisest of the toys, and he simply asks, what is real? And the skin horse surprise, real isn't how you were made. It's a thing that happens to you. When a child loves you for a long, long time, and, and, and not just to play with, but really loves you, then you become real. Now, I'll have to add to that that this is not about toys. It's about people. And, and, and I become real when somebody really, really loves me. Even though I have imperfections, and even though I am flawed, even though I can be inconsistent, and, and, and I become real when I tolerate the fact that other people have a capacity for imperfection and they live up to that capacity, and, and sometimes dealing with people who are inconsistent, dealing with people who are flawed, dealing with people who are also real is a contact sport. And I take some bumps and some bruises because I'm unwilling to throw you away when you're inconsistent. I'm unwilling to get rid of you. I'm unwilling to dismiss you from my life. When I recognize that you're not being fake, you're just flawed. In discussing being real with a skin horse, the, 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 the velveteen rabbit asked the horse, does it hurt? Sometimes said the skin horse, for he was always truthful. And, and the skin horse will go on to say, by the time you are real, most of your hair has been loved off. Your eyes drop out and, and you get loose in the joints and, and very shabby. 
But these things don't matter at all because once you are real, you can't be ugly. Except to the people who don't understand. Now, when we talk about you can't be ugly, that doesn't mean that the people in your life are supposed to embrace and gladly tolerate ugliness. You know, it's it's us being aware that we're imperfect, but at the same time, us being aware that that I try to be consistent. You know, my, my pager goes off or my phone rings and, and the alarm wakes me up in the middle of the night. And I get called out either for something to do as a minister or something to do as a chaplain. And yet I feel like there's been an imposition when somebody calls me after I've gone to bed. Or I'll drive hours or stay up all night to hunt or fish or get up early in the morning. But I act like it's an imposition to to go do something for my wife or to do something for my parents. Or we'll go out of our way to use, you know, our special equipment, our chainsaws or our ropes or things that we have specialty skill sets in. And you know, I act like there's there's an imposition if I go down and do a, a minor repair for my mom and dad or fix a minor thing that, that takes no real engineering skill to fix something for my wife. See, being real doesn't give us permission to act badly or to be ugly. But in the occasions when I'm authentic and I'm real and I'm human and, and I'm flawed, then it's okay to, to tolerate that. Not, not tolerate being abused, not tolerate being taken advantage of, not tolerate the idea that somehow you made me lose my temper. I'm not talking about those kind of silliness. I'm talking about learning to, to tolerate the fact that, that we can be real and real means imperfect. And it's, it's, it's also learning to tolerate the fact that other people can be imperfect and, and be real. I'm not expecting you to be perfect. I'm expecting you to be as consistent as you can be. Now, that means we can't be perfect. But the standard is, is not perfection. E- even in Christianity, the... The reward is, well done, good and faithful servant. Not well done, good and perfect servant. And as long as we understand that our inconsistency comes from the fact that we are flawed, that we are real, and that our inconsistencies don't come from the fact that we are disingenuous or we are fake, then we understand the dynamic between inconsistency versus hypocrisy. And and I've got to, to look at you in a way, and, and I've got to treat you in a way, I've got to respond to you in such a way that sometimes it, it, it gets rough. As, as the horse said to the rabbit, you, your, your hair's loved off, your eyes drop out, you get loose in the joints, but sometimes these things don't matter. Because once you're real, you can't be ugly except to the people who don't understand. And, and so sometimes I tolerate you being real. And I give you permission to be inconsistent because you are imperfect. And once I learn to tolerate you, I can love and embrace and forgive and give grace to me.
And if I can tolerate you when you're not perfect and can't tolerate me when I'm not perfect, then I am being inconsistent. Using the tool of shortwave radio, World Christian Broadcasting literally covers the world every day with the gospel. They use two large curtain antennas. One is located in Anchor Point, Alaska, and the other in Madagascar. They send out messages that are recorded at their international home in Franklin, Tennessee. They make available 40 hours of broadcast every day. The broadcasts are made in English, Chinese, Russian, Spanish, Portuguese, Korean, English for Africa, and Arabic. They would love for your group to visit them. You can bring your ladies group, your youth group, or your men's group. Just give them a call at 615-371-8707, 615-371-8707, or you can go to three W's and a dot, worldchristian.org, find the Donate Here button, and make a financial contribution to support this work that literally covers the world every day with the gospel. World Christian Broadcasting, in cooperation with Keeping Up With Jones, the Lonnie Jones Podcast Adventure. Keeping Up With Jones, the Lonnie Jones Podcast Adventure is sponsored by us. What? We sponsor ourselves? Is that even legal? Check us out on Amazon. You can have access to the titles of Pedagogue, the Youth Ministry Book by Lonnie Jones. Cognitive Spiritual Development, a Christ-centered approach to spiritual self-esteem. Grappling with Life, Controlling Your Inside Space, a small essay using the principles of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu to talk about psychological and emotional self-defense. If I Were a Mouse, a children's book written and illustrated by Lonnie Jones. And then The Selfish Reel, a very short story about a decision. Also, you can check out our YouTube channel to see archived lessons and presentations from across the country, some videos with uh, rope tricks and knots. Don't forget to visit the uh, Facebook page, 550 Guys, to learn about the little rope men that we make and in, that we invented and that we make. And then be sure to click like, subscribe, and share. This is Keeping Up With Jones, the Lonnie Jones Podcast Adventure. Thank you.